everybody, I'm Maya, I'm Melissa, and I'm Olivia, and we're here to take you back to your, your life Well, we did that so slow. That, that felt real bad, but whatever. <laughs> The dance I do while we say your Twilight phase is getting like more and more intricate. Oh, that was yeah, high you, quality. Yeah, the dance yeah. that Maya did, maybe that's what slowed us down. I was so mesmerized by watching Maya's <laughs> dance as we said it that I forgot. To I keep purposely talking. never look at you guys while I say it. Because and that's like, why you're always so off. off. I have to watch Maya's mouth to try to like line up with her. No, it makes it worse. <laughs> Hey, so guys. it goes. Uh, what's up with uh, you? I'm uh, we're a whole week behind, so I am on vacation right now. Whoa, where where are you going again? Uh, nowhere. I'm already in Massachusetts. Oh, now I understand. But I'm taking off from work. I mean, that's my vacation. Oh. No work. That's I'm gonna be so off. nice. I'm going. You're already off too. Well, not when this airs. I'll be off. Oh well, yeah. Actually, by the time this airs, I'll be back at work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is coming out in not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, right? Yeah. Because we're ahead right now. Yeah. It's Guys, we're Saturday. ahead. Listeners. We're ahead. We're one week ahead. It feels real weird. It, it's oh. it's literally going to last only one more week. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Because I'm going on vacation. Melissa's on vacation. We can't record next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Melissa, where are you going? I'm going to Hilton Head. Oh, Hilton Head. That's so Cincinnati. I know. We, we just had a conversation about how none of us know the difference between North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, I know that the in difference. one of them. Am I wrong? Did we have that conversation? No, 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 no. Sorry, not not you, us, or oh. my family, us. Sorry. Oh, oh, awkward. <laughs> I definitely know the difference. Um, because the north one is the hat for the other one. <laughs> right. The north one is north, and the yeah. south one is is south. Ooh, like, what point. else is there to know? <laughs> Donzo. Also, Olivia, I think this is the first time. We- you've ever like had wine during our podcast and i'm wondering why it's, we've never done that it's before. actually oh i quite often have a drink i mean not often what? but i don't know maybe a quarter of the time i have a drink at dinner and then we record after dinner you've oh, never noticed no. i actually am not drinking wine i'm drinking never. cider oh in you're a just drinking glass. it in a wing in a because wine, in a wing that's, glass. that's what we do at my parents house oh my god ciders yeah. out of wine glasses so wait it's a non-alcohol why can't no, it's I an talk? alcoholic it's a hard cider. oh Okay, so it's still alcohol. Wow. It's alcohol. How grown up to drink with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I avoid that whenever possible. I have a bottle of, well, a mini bottle of champagne in the fridge. Um, maybe I should go break that out. Oh my god, pop it open. This is the occasion. I, I don't even have alcohol here. Really? I have a yeah, weird amount of alcohol. Well, I, I feel like the liquor goes so slowly that I have, I sometimes have some. Yeah, I'm just TBH. Drinkers here. During quarantine, I started drinking um, tequila sodas with lime. Huh. So on occasion, sometimes I'm drinking lime seltzer, and sometimes it's an alcoholic drink. And you guys probably know <laughs> yeah. how it is. We never know. Yes, I feel I like I'm, that. I'm like a social. <laughs> like if I'm hanging out with pals, I'll have like one. Yeah, you don't. You don't drink that much. Yeah. yeah, and like, Same. what pals am I hanging out with? No one's here. Nobody. I mean, technically, I have... we're hanging out with each other right now. We yeah, could... that's why sometimes I have a drink with me. <laughs> okay, well, that was never public information. 
when we moved from our last apartment, we had all this leftover like wine that people had given us at our housewarming that none yeah. of us ever drank. Awkward, and now you're moving it for the upstairs neighbor, and it looked like we left in like a liquor store. <laughs> so here's like I four to seven bottles. That's so much wine. <laughs> Everybody I do brought wine and I was like, oh man, we should have told people to not that they don't have to do this. <laughs> right. You don't need to buy a gift. I am now in my own apartment and I have two bottles of wine and I I can tell that it's gonna last a long time because drinking a bottle by yourself is like pretty aggressive. Right. Like and finishing a whole it, bottle before right, you have it to goes do it quickly. Yeah. Bad is not easy alone. It's so. too much. Walk out party. Our downstairs neighbor in this apartment, we like did something for him. Oh, oh no, it was when our washer um, was flooding his apartment. Um, oh no. Yeah, he, like, he's the landlord, so he, like, had it fixed, and then to apologize for the inconvenience was, like, I can, like, get you guys a bottle of wine, and I was like, that's, like, really okay. For oh his God, apartment being I flooded by your washer? If I right. a bottle what? of fucking wine every time I was inconvenienced <laughs> by my landlord... I'd be a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> they don't give a shit. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, um, the other thing that I want listeners to know, just in case it happens, I don't know, is that everyone in New York today did get a text saying to decrease your power usage because this country oh, yeah. doesn't invest in maintaining the power grids. Yeah. Um Doesn't and we're in a heat wave, and maybe there will be a blackout. Oh and listen, God. listeners, so. we turned off our goddamn ACs for this. It's so yeah. hot. It's so fucking hot. If that isn't dedication, I don't know what is. How That's long right. did you make it? Like half an hour? <laughs> so what, what, what do you mean? I mean, like, how long did you, like, you turned off your AC, but, like, for how long? Oh, I don't know. We haven't finished yet. Oh, but when no, we got on this Zoom just call, turned it off. I just turned it off. Oh, I thought you meant when you received this text that asked you to turn it oh, off. Oh no! I did turn Are mine you off kidding at me? That time. I turned That's another, what I meant. I turned another did you make one it half on. An hour? <laughs> I was like, "Fuck! I gotta make it cool in here." I turned the power's gonna go out at <laughs> four o'clock and then turned it on at like six fifteen. No, at like six thirty and then off after that. <sighs> I'm glad I'm not there. Listen, yeah. I'm really good not timing for to get out of New so. York. But if this episode ends abruptly and we <laughs> upload it anyway, it's because Did the Wi-Fi we went out. Upload it, cut off anyway. Yeah, that would be hilarious. But so FYI, it's also awful. <laughs> Turn your phones, gals. That's right. <laughs> oh shit! You know what? Let me let me plug the, mine in real quick. <laughs> I um unplugged it so I could temporarily charge my backup charger um my roommates <laughs> told me that the advice of charging your backups was bad advice because if everyone charges their backups then we'll contribute then to the power the going out yeah but i charge my backup instead of my phone so it's not like my phone and backup are charging at the same time so it's the same amount I told them I of power at done. a time so right but I it's agree the same <laughs> which is too high apparently because they texted everyone how much power did that take huh to text all of us huh <laughs> Why don't they, like, turn off the ads in Times Square? That's a great right? idea. Why don't they turn I mean, off the AC in like, the office buildings? What about all the empty office buildings? Those are probably, Truly. a lot of those are probably still running AC to, like, maintain the computers and shit. Yeah. 
wherever the fucking like mayor is living if he has go home mayor if he has ac in his house on right now he should not nobody else should have to turn turn off their ac (laughs) starts from the top lead by example sir true don't tell me i can't charge my fucking i bet he tweeted about this Okay, well, anyway, I hope, that, <laughs> I hope that you guys in the future are not in a heat wave. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I really hope that for Ooh. us and you, too. Much love to the Pacific Northwest, because Ugh. as really? of the recording of this, yeah, people are, like, dying. Wow, shout out to Forks. They don't really do AC out there. Ugh. Right. Because, like, it doesn't get hot enough to justify... Justify it, so a lot of people don't have air conditioning. The world's fucking exploding now. I guess we got invested. Let's see what the weather is in Forks. It's only 64 in Forks. Forks is okay. Oh, thank God. Holler Forks. Great. Um, And all the houses out there, apparently, are built in a way to, like, trap heat because, like, the winters are so cold. Uh Uh-oh. Ugh. I I thought you were going with the melting thing. I saw a picture of a house melting. Yeah. You saw a picture of a house? Will you text that to me later? (laughs) Sure. Sure. I want to see Listeners, stay safe. Stay cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's talk about this chapter. Uh, We have a listener letter. We're going to read it next week. Andrea, such a good letter. I can't wait to read it next week. Yeah, maybe. Well, technically next week we're not recording. Well, whatever. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Listeners, we're gonna keep it fresh. You don't know. Yeah, we're mysterious. <laughs> we're cool cats. Um, you know it's a mystery to me. Who's doing the recap? Uh, all three of us did it last week. It was I, supposed to be Melissa. I technically did the recap, so, so I, think it's I Maya. feel like I think it is me. I think it's Maya, even though um, Maya did the best recap last week out of the recap. True. Well, but it's still her turn. This my I might fumble it this time because I read it literally a week ago. <laughs> The night that we recorded the last episode. I'm so excited I, for this. I would like to preface that this chapter did not enrage me nearly no, as much it did as not. the last one. Less enraging. Yeah. Yes. It had its moments, but it, sure. it was a real improvement. Agreed. Okay. So here's what happens. We start, and disappointingly, we are on the plane <laughs> back from Florida, and we get some flashbacks of their time in Florida, but, like, it's weird that we didn't get to, like, go to Florida. Really? A little disappointing. Um, Florida was kind of weird because Renee is just, like, so observant, you know? And she just, like, notices that Bella is, like, really into Edward. Um, and then they go to school the next day and jacob is there on his motorcycle and ooh, he's just like so big and so scary looking and it's like definitely like kind of racialized and um racist Mm. this depiction of him um and jacob is like oh wait 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 okay so bella got home and charlie was like (laughs) Jacob's Jacob like will not stop calling you and Bella's like oh, no way and she goes to answer the phone and because it's calling and Jacob's like Charlie said you'd call me when you get home and she's like he, he was just telling me that you called can you wait like half a second you rude oh my god um and Jacob is just like are you going to school and she's like yeah and then he, like hangs up so Jacob's at school the next day um and Edward is like Hey Bella, would you maybe sit in the car and not talk to Jacob? And Bella's like, no, stupid. This was an enraging moment for sure. So stupid. (laughs) Um, And Jacob is like, I just want to remind you of the treaty. And Bella's like, yeah, we 
no, Edward's like, we know about the treaty. Um, then the principal comes, Jacob has to leave, um, and in class, Bella is writing notes to Edward, and he's writing back, and his handwriting's, like, really flowery, and hers is, like, <laughs> crap. Um, and he's like, yeah, so while we were in Florida, it just so happened that Victoria was here, and we, like, totally had her, but then she crossed the line, and then the wolves almost got her, but then there was just, like, a little bit of a tiff between our two sides, no one's hurt, and I didn't say anything to you, because, like, why would I? Nothing happened. And Bella's like, the fuck? The <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? And that's the chapter. Good job. Okay, well, Thank all you. Right, all right. Okay, I think the only little things that you missed that I think might be worth telling our listeners are that, um, so Jacob hangs up, and Bella's like, what the fuck? He called all day long and then doesn't tell me anything on the phone. Like, what? what is up? Why is he suddenly calling? What could three days have have done and it's like, oh, three days three he thinks days. that i'm a vampire and that that's why he wanted to know why i'm going to school because if i can go to school that means i'm still a human being and which would be really weird timing like truly right it would before. be an interesting choice <laughs> just like fuck out like two i mean weeks we, before school ends <laughs> we do know that that's not really what he was worried about but then she, yeah that's incorrect it's like, I thought it was a great deduction on her part. Right, it's true. <laughs> Three days time? I was like, wow, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I bet that Jacob even knows. Anything else. That's true. Like, she doesn't know that Jacob knows, if Jacob knows or not. Well, but not I just mean, days. like, that Jacob even knew that she left town. I know. Oh, she, she rationalized that. She's like, oh, Charlie, Charlie told Billy, Billy, Billy and Billy yeah. told Jacob, and it freaked him out. Which is, I mean, Charlie and Valid. Billy seem to just, like, chat all the time. Yeah, they're gossips. It's fine. <laughs> and then I think the only other thing I would say is that when Jake, when she sees Jake at school, he does kind of spill a little bit more. He's, he spills like, doesn't tell the whole thing, but. He spills like, that she's been with, having with information withheld from her. Right. Yes. Yeah. So. Edward doesn't totally volunteer that information, really. No. He's like, his he never volunteers forced. it. <laughs> Completely forced. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a six and a half. I'll take it. Because I, I also think I ran six, a little long. I was going to give you a six and a half, too. Wow. <gasps> wow. Unanimous vote. Wow. <laughs> that never happens. And like, I know that on a test, a 65% would be bad, but on a recap. It's not the scale here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> I mean, I've now gotten a zero and a one, so, like... <laughs> and so there's more where it. that came from. <laughs> so, like, six and a half is pretty good. <laughs> pretty damn good. Okay, so to be honest with you, I wasn't that... It was a little weird that we were already on the way back from Florida. It, was, it took me, like, three pages to realize that we were not in Florida. <laughs> I was on the way to Florida. Yeah, I thought, like, because they're traveling, and I was like, oh, we're going to Florida. No, and then she's like, oh, I remember a, a conversation of ye, ye olden times. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, well, looking at this page, that's an exaggeration because you probably only made it like three paragraphs because it does become apparent. It took <laughs> a bit. Having read Midnight Sun, I am fine with Stephanie using a narrative device where True. we skip something that she doesn't think is interesting. No, the but amount was of this time... Not interesting or was this just 
too hard. See, she that flashbacked us only to the interesting parts, which was like one conversation, and that's all we needed to know. No, the amount of fan fiction that I had to read <laughs> to fill this gap. <laughs> I I think. What she was your given us favorite Florida fanfic about? I mean, it. I don't remember like what was particularly like what happened besides yeah. what we you just know. But the point there. is that you wanted it. Yeah, but, like, the point is it's just more time spent with Renee, more time of, like, Edward inside working on his paper. Any cute moments between Edward and Bella, which we never get. No, we don't get those. And Edward, like, having to avoid the sun. Potentially comedic. It's potentially comedic, exactly. (laughs) We need comedy here. This book has no comedic relief. (laughs) Imagine Renee, like, Edward, you haven't seen the sun the whole time you've been here this is ridiculous i insist i insist come on a walk to the beach and him being like no i'm i just love such a slow writer i just i write so slowly yeah i just i know that i already said that i got into harvard um (laughs) but this term paper like really make or break i just like he, there have to have been times where like last ditch effort they're like sorry i'm like allergic to the sun i physically cannot oh God, what a go good outside. idea there are people who have that yeah yeah what's that book oh is it everything everything five no that's feet not apart? sun that's everything everything is like an allergy to just like everything everything <laughs> everything and everything else yeah. and then what's five feet apart no that i thought that was cancer why are they five feet apart the whole time? Oh, I know. Because they're immunocompromised. Yeah, right. It's an immune... Yeah, okay, thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is... Oh, oh, isn't Midnight Sun the, the non... Midnight Sun, the movie Midnight that Sun, was then the novelized. That was then novelized is about a girl who can't go out in the sun. No way. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow, I can't wow. believe we forgot that title. Um... Anyway, it wasn't forgotten, it was eclipsed. <laughs> oh my god, it blew my ears out. <laughs> wow, that was magical. Let's just end the episode, guys. Right, that's it, we're done. We're done <laughs> Listeners, my face looks so smug right now. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I want to talk about how, first of all, Edward makes a comment about Renee's mind, and it doesn't include her being really loud. And also this, like, interesting, like, I guess it sort of makes sense to me, but also feels very contradictory that she's, like, so insightful if she can pay attention to anything other than herself. It's like, well, does she or not? (laughs) (laughs) Like, most of the time she's thinking about herself, but occasionally she sees Bella and has a flash of intuition. (laughs) Um, Edward calls her almost childlike, but very insightful. And I guess I do know that sort of like children just saying shit and being really right. But also, it's like a little bit, it's very patronizing. Oh, everything he does is patronizing also. I did understand, I guess, more Bella's description of the the same thing. Most of the time, Renee was so bewildered by her own life that she didn't notice much else. And that, I was like, well, I can relate to that. Just, like, (laughs) bouncing from room to room. Like, where did I put that thing? Why did I come in here? What am I up to? Who 
I wonder if we have any more pudding. Just like... Okay, but know. then what's the insight? <laughs> well, when I sit down and think my Twilight thoughts. That's true. <laughs> um, I, I did always find it, this conversation between Renee and Bella super interesting because this is where Renee famously says, looks like he would take a bullet for you. <laughs> um, and Bella's like, it's so? true, he already has. <laughs> Essentially true. Um, but also, right, that her insights are like, also, you guys hover around each other like your mm. satellites. We have read that part. That line stuck with me, like, from when I read it the first time around. Um, okay. It's one of the sticky so, lines. The way you move, you orient yourself around him without even thinking about it. When he moves, even a little bit, you adjust your position at the same time, like magnets or gravity. You're like a satellite or something. I've never seen anything like it. Mm. And I, I was like, okay, is... we're, we're really, I, I was like, we're, we're pushing this a little hard. Um, <laughs> oh, I liked that. I felt like that was like a way oh, to the... describe their intensity in right. a way that's like more straightforward but and like, actually tells me something about them. I agree. But, like, combined with the looks like he'll take a bullet for you. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is this is a lot. And also, you know, I don't know how visible any of that is. I feel I like, like, yeah. like, so many 17-year-olds, like, would be, like, kind of awkward, you know, like, not know what to do with themselves in front of other people. I think that speaks to Edward and not their relationship. Being an old man. <laughs> right, being an old vampire, graceful yeah, but, God. like, Bella's really intense about him, too. Well, that's the only... I actually really do like that section, but the thing that I wish was different was that they did that to each other. Because this right. is Bella rotating around Edward, and I wish right. it was, like, anytime right. one, one of you gets up, the other, other reorients. Right. You're right. so right. I agree with you. Because Edward probably does do that, too. Yeah. Because that's how aware he is of her also. And Edward is always, always, like, fidgeting, always thinking about doing little human things. So, of right, course, it would purpose, be natural yeah. for, when he's doing that, to just orient towards Bella. Yeah, you're right. The thing, the main thing that I took away from this conversation is Bella gaslighting her mother. Yep. Yeah. Um, I keep it light. <laughs> and, like, she knows. Right, she's very aware that she's gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to keep it light. <laughs> um... I was like, man, she she learned from the best slash the words. Right. So the thing is, is that like she didn't have to do that. She could just be I mean, like, yeah, we are really into each other. I guess yeah, I, I guess that's serious. true. Like right. Renee says, like there's some secret I'm missing, and Belle's like, yes, you are correct. <laughs> I must deflect. But my, I guess you're right that you could just like pass it off as something else instead of being like. You're imagining that. Like, that's not... We're normal. Nothing is weird here. I think that a good ploy would be like, oh my god, mom, we're, like, really in love. Like, we're so in love. Like, oh my god, really? (laughs) (laughs) You've never seen anything like this? She'd be like, yeah, duh, he's so into you. And you'd be like, oh my god. (laughs) Right? He's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that wouldn't be Bella's personality. No, but, like, if you're trying to convince people that you have a normal relationship with someone just like insert that a little bit please 
instead of being like, mm, I think you're imagining that. I think, I think what we I have think is I'm totally normal and we'll probably just break up in a year, <laughs> like a normal 17 year old. And Bella not about to disappear Twilight. from your life forever for forever? no discernible reason and then never see you again. At the end of Twilight, Bella's talking to Renee, and she's like, yeah, I'm pretty crazy about him. So she's already, like, laid the foundation. Yeah, she's she's like, yeah, foundation. I told you we like each other. Yeah, right. Mom, I'm obsessed What's the mystery? with him. His parents bought me plane tickets to see you. Right. Yeah, we're together. Like, yeah, dumb mom. <laughs> you don't just bring we're your forever soulmates across the country <laughs> to visit your mom if you ain't serious. Are you kidding me? I've never brought anyone back to meet my parents ever. <laughs> Let alone flying <laughs> across the country to meet them. No. I think I've told you guys this, but when I brought Scott home to meet my family, I had never even mentioned anyone to my yeah. family before. <laughs> and I texted my mom and I was like, um, so I got invited to my friend's wedding and I have a plus one, so I'm gonna bring my friend Scott and this <laughs> is the day that we will be coming to visit you and we'll be going to visit grandma on this day. Can't wait! <laughs> and like 12 minutes later, I got a text from my cousin that was like, so your mom called my mom who called me and said that you have a boyfriend and they just want to know if it's serious. <laughs> and I was like, tell them you don't know. And she was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, fine. Maybe our own experiences are not what we should be telling Bella to, like, base her experience on. Clearly, we all have our issues. <laughs> Bella and is she's the like, expert on her experience. But she is extremely aware. She uses the word trivializing. And she's like, yeah. I felt bad about it. And I was yeah. like, okay, at least you're, at least when, you know, when Edward gaslights, he's just like. Oh, he thinks it's, it's what's just, best for her. Right. It's just so hard being the good and right one all you're the right. time. I know. Oh, I so can't annoying. believe we just heard Melissa say, Is it? at least when Edward gaslights. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I was at least just about when, to ask. I'm, it's the opposite. At least when Bella gaslights, she right. acknowledges she's gaslighting is it, and feels guilty. Is it better or worse if you do the gaslighting intentionally? I mean, that's a great question. I don't really know. Um, right now, I'm angrier at Edward, so maybe <laughs> that one. Well, also, Edward, like, doesn't ever soften it. Here... Renee is like, oh, I'm being silly, aren't I? And Bella's like, not silly, just being a mom. That's true. Like, That's true. She walks, At least she walks when like Bella gaslights, she's kind of nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And yeah. I just also want to reiterate that this is still a flashback, by the way. Yeah, it's a good um, flash. I would say, narratively, it's a good use of flash. I it's, it was very disconcerting. Well, I guess she does get she gets woken up too by Edward in the car. And I hate that. Like, okay, but that yeah, that's was very listen. That's lessons. not how thinking works. No, it's, you're able to think, and also be like, yeah, I'm still in this car. That's how my brain coming back I, to the present. I, I hate that when the character is brought back to the present moment. It just it's use a, a simple felt, now. Just it felt a, very similar. Just a now. Or, like, if you want to do something in the middle, you can be, like, like... Back in the car. Yeah, or, like, I 
was remind like a car horn beeped and I rem- was reminded and of was like what I really needed to be to focusing on right now. now. Sure. You know. Sure. But I hate this like I don't know. Like coming back to the present. Ugh. <laughs> okay. So then she gets home, Charlie's like genuinely very excited to see her. It's very cute. And then the whole thing about Jacob having called a bajillion times. Charlie is interrupted in his saying that Jacob has been calling when Jacob calls. <laughs> Which Bella is very excited about. You know, Jacob is. is finally calling her after ignoring her completely for yeah. who knows how long. I personally, in this situation, would have been like, he can keep fucking calling, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and been like, I called you for months. Yeah. I'll talk to you never. Bye. <laughs> I'd pick up and I'd be like, what? Jacob? <laughs> Who are you? Jacob. <laughs> oh, Jacob Black. My little friend from childhood. How, how are you? What'd you get up to? Oh, that's so interesting. She does. A, okay, she well, does have a, a nice bit. day. No, so what happens doesn't. is she goes, hello, and he goes, you're back. And internally, internally. it's true that internally she has this like very fond like flashback to all their good times. It's good writing. Oh, man. It's, like, very nice. Do you want to read it? You know what? I will. His familiar husky voice sent a wave of wistfulness through me. A thousand memories spun in my head, tangling together. I like that. Tangling together. A rocky beach strewn with driftwood trees. A garage made of plastic sheds. Warm sodas in a paper bag. A tiny room with a one, two small shabby love seat. The laughter in his deep-set black eyes. The feverish heat of his big hand around mine. The flash of his white teeth against his dark skin, his face stretching into a wide smile that had always been like a key to a secret door where only kindred spirits could enter. I thought that line was stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit much at the very end there, but like everything before that is so, like, so beautifully evokes nostalgia. Yeah. It's great. Like all the good, like that's how you actually think about like this Things is maybe that, like more right. specific than your brain actually works, but you just sort of have like an impression flashes, right. of like the nice things and like some images, and it and it felt sort of like homesickness. I thought that was very yes, right, very lovely. But out loud, she goes yes, <laughs> and he goes, "Why didn't you call me?" And she's like, "Well, fuck you." Except not really. Except not really. <laughs> but she says, because I've been in the house for exactly four seconds and your call interrupted Charlie telling me that you'd called. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sure. Now, why are you harassing Charlie? I like, need to talk to you. You know, she's not like all lovey-dovey. Yeah, yeah I figured no. out that part all by myself. Go ahead. <laughs> so I, so really like, I think she could have been real She could have been saltier, here. but like, she wasn't lovey-dovey. She she loses the salt at the end because Jake says something that I think would melt a lot of us, which is she's like, what do you want to talk about? He's like, nothing really. I guess I wanted to hear your voice. Then, like, even (sighs) if I was mad at someone, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, well, I've been wanting to talk to you, too. So (laughs) then she's like, I know. I'm so glad you called. I and then he's like, I got to go. Yeah, it was Jake. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like, oh, right, I forgot you're an asshole. <laughs> um, right before that, you know what? I'll save it for my worst sentence. Never mind. Okay. I think I'm going to save my next um, thing for my worst 
And then she turns to Edward, who is um, perfectly impassive. Ugh. Um, Stiff as a board. Playing down. And, and after a conversation where Jacob tells her nothing that's going on, yeah. and now Edward is going to continue to tell her no- nothing that's going on, I was like, Bella, you're just surrounded by a bunch of information withholders. I know. It's so true. Um, and then, can we talk about Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so Bella gets off the phone. Edward's like being a, a little cagey. And then Bella starts making dinner for Charlie. Yeah. She yeah. starts to make ingredients for Charlie's Char- Charlie's dinner. dinner. Not, not, not even, even our dinner. Right. Not our, just dinner. Dinner. Our dinner. It's Charlie's dinner. Charlie's dinner. She just flew from Florida. That's probably like a six, seven hour flight to yeah. go to Washington. Like And at first, when she first gets there, he's like, Oh, you know, the food's so much better when you're here, which is, like, I guess kind of charming. But, like, but now that she's this actually time, making him his dinner, it's not charming. It's not charming anymore. Charlie couldn't have found out when approximately they would come home and order a pizza so there would be food waiting for her. Right. Um, and, oh, I, I also do want to talk about how I, I was getting very annoyed with Bella in this chapter. I know it was narratively necessary that she have no clue what's fucking going on. <laughs> but, like, you know, she's just, like, so, she's just, like, so perplexed. <laughs> I wrote, is, girl, put it all better, together. It's better than the chapter before when she oh, was, like, hmm, Edward's is. done three mysterious things in a row all day long. But I must be imagining things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not as bad as that. Every chapter is better than the but last then, chapter. But then I actually thought that Stephanie did a very good job, as we have noted previously, the, like, walking us through Bella's thought process of coming to a conclusion, which is, like, deceptively hard to do. Like, when yeah. people try, when writers try to do this, a lot of times it's like, I only understand how you got here because I know where you're trying to go. Like, it doesn't actually feel right. like the way that people think, and it feels kind of awkward, but her deducing... An incorrect deduction, which I think does do a lot for the story anyways, even though she's wrong. I see, like, especially the deduction that she, you know, thinks that Jake, um, thinks that she changed. Like, I- Yeah, that's what I I mean. I thought, yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, so she goes- Um, She goes, my brain refused to come up with any brilliant insights. Maybe I was missing some vital piece of information. What could have changed in the past three days that was so important that Jacob would break his long streak of refusing to answer my phone calls and contact me? What difference could three days make? I froze in the middle of the kitchen. And she realizes, which I thought was just like a great, like, small little, like, oh yeah, I did put it together. What difference could three days make? Why, Stephanie, you've already told me what a difference three days could make. A big difference. I agree. I agree with you. I wasn't. I wasn't talking about that. But like, I agree with you completely. <laughs> down the line, Bella is still. Sorry, down the page, she's still going through this process of like figuring it out. Um, and there's some really just like powerful punctuation usage. <laughs> like this M dash is pulling its weight to this last sentence. Making sure that the werewolf's treaty was unbroken, M-dash, that none of the Cullens had dared to bite a human, ellipses, bite, not kill, ellipses, followed by a question mark. <laughs> I was like, she had fun with it. I was trying to 
trying to deduce what she was trying to say in this sentence. I didn't really. She's I felt like, like okay. trying to figure out if that's what Jacob meant. Like, was he making sure? I think she's reminding us very gently and effectively that the treaty is that they only, it's only if they bite somebody, they don't have to kill the person. The treaty refers only to biting. And if I had been biting, bitten and not killed, then that would mean that I am now a vampire. Don't they have to be, doesn't she have to be bitten though to be killed? Yes. Wait. But it's just, they're not going to kill her. The, well, the like thing when is, she is turns the treaty... into a vampire, she, she's being killed. Well, yeah. That's kind of a gray area because it's like, yeah, her body is dead, but also like she, you could, you can't really say that Edward is dead, even though he is, because he's like walking. You could totally and say Edward is dead, right? But the vampires could either kill a human or they could turn a human, and so or that probably is could... why the treaty is written: bite a human, because or they, they don't could care. Bite a human and suck the the venom back out. <laughs> That's not allowed under the treaty. But I, I found myself. <laughs> so confused with the treaty in this section because Bella's like we'll have to leave before before Edward turns me so that it doesn't break the treaty we won't ever be able to come back I'm like this just doesn't make any sense like right if they leave to do the biting then why can't they come back right but even just like the treaty itself at this point no longer holds up to me because it seems like Jacob I mean is like if you guys bite a human, the treaty's no more, and we're free to attack you. But yeah. if they want to attack the Cullens, they can just do it. I feel like but the they're treaties... but they're bound by the treaty, so they don't as long as the treaty is in effect. I feel but like they the aren't treaty... actually bound. It's not like a Harry Potter magical. Well, sure, but that's how treaties work. You keep yeah. your word because it's a treaty. We should maybe acknowledge the um historical aspect of the word treaty and how i was gonna say which people the united um, states government repeatedly just did not do they made treaties they made treaties with indigenous peoples and then forgot (laughs) forgot ignored i mean willfully ignored on purpose (laughs) yeah but i just mean like it seems like the wolves want to attack the cullens Yes. Well, but see, like, this is just their just, inherent um, racism, eternal enemies thing against each other. They I both want like, to attack each other at all times just because. Like, whether or not the treaty is broken, either side could just attack. I'm and if you don't right. want to be attacked back, then don't attack first. So if Edward bites Bella, then like... And the, the treaty is broken and they can nobly go attack the cones because they but, wouldn't like, be breaking the treaty to do But like you're still at like a, at so. a detente. I just don't think ugh. listeners maybe you know what I'm trying to say better than I know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> maybe I feel like every time she it's a simple treaty and yet every time we get into treaty territory I'm just like instantly feel confused. <laughs> do you guys feel that way or like not at all? Well no, the I, treaty yes. <laughs> made sense I feel like when it was told to on, me, I it. It made sense. Yes. Because the treaty was to protect the Quileute peoples. Right. So that you they know? could be bitten because they're humans? Well, like, well, we, don't, were, we, didn't we don't want vampires biting people around here. Right. We wanted to so. protect the area, and the only way to do that 
is to make them promise not to do it. Right. Whereas now we know that they do have their own means of defending and protecting themselves. But when the treaty was made, they knew they were werewolves. Okay, but when Twilight was written, they didn't know they were werewolves. (laughs) Okay, okay. I I think maybe I can explain what I'm trying to say. It's like mutually assured destruction, you know? Uh You don't need a treaty because there's mutually when you assured already destruction. already have mutually assured destruction. Yeah. I see your point. There. So why are they so worried about whether or not the treaty is broken when I mean, the mutually assured destruction is still a threat? They I still don't want to attack. I think the extra... needed I, at this point. But... No, I think the extra element is that the tribe is trying to protect the innocent non-tribal humans and right? they do, like part they do of the treaty the vampires is are that the, going to just go the wild. vampires can't kill any of the humans in their territory that's a really good point so they're not only trying to defend themselves they're trying to protect the whole area right that's a because good the point treaty because... applies to like the whole area and then like the territories are just where they can go they don't have faith that the Cullens aren't going to bite anyone. Right. Like, right. we as a reader know that, like... They're not. Yeah, they're not going to do it. I mean, deal. they are unusual <laughs> vampires. You know, they're, right. they're, they're vegetarian, and that's... All of the other vampires also are like, what's going yeah, on why, here? Why are you doing that? <laughs> you literally don't have to. Uh, so, I take your point about the mutually assured destruction thing, but that doesn't protect the rest of the humans in forks, right? That's true. I mean, and they could the... just, like, try to protect them as wolves, but right. the, and the werewolves has sort of are more like, complex The rules. vampires are so depraved and horrible that were it not for this treaty, of course right. they would change their they ways. They would be murdering and... all of these right. people. Right. Yeah. Although, I don't know how much I buy that Jacob is really concerned about the citizens of Forks. I mean, I don't really think he is. No, Jacob is only concerned about Bella. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he's concerned about the people, at least on his reservation. I don't know about... I mean, in an abstract way as a person, I think he would care if there were murders in the area. But, like, when he's doing all these little, like, you know, telling Bella things or not telling... It's all about Bella. It's true. Yeah, he's a teenager, like... He doesn't care about anyone else. Um, Okay, I think that was productive. We have to move along. Because we're seeing Jacob in person. Jacob in person. Right, we haven't even gotten to the in-person chat yet. Okay, yeah, so then there's the racialized description of Edward as a, I mean, of Jacob as a large, scary person. Because, you know, just... an indigenous man is just so frightening, just standing there, frowning. I also felt um, that this was, it took me a while to remember the word adultification, oh, which totally. is a tendency to view young people of color as older than they really are, and so assign them more maturity and responsibility slash like blame and guilt for things that they do. Um, and so Jacob, looking like an adult, felt very like, yeah. Which is, I mean, you know, Stephanie should really, really interrogate that for herself because she literally adultifies the werewolves. They age up faster to about 25. Right. Like, narratively, this tracks. But, like, why is it like that narratively? Like, Edward is 100 years old. 
and is never described as like an old looking scary person. I, I thought about that a lot when I wrote that down. Like he's like literally old and he never looks old and like adult and scary. Yeah, when Edward like large looks and scary. scary, he's like vampiric and scary, fierce. Which she literally says right, in this yeah. section. He like looked like a vampire for once, which he does not usually. And that's why he was scary in the moment. He looks right. Like Whereas Jake just looks, looks like a like large, he just looks tough, dangerous, dangerous man. Six right. foot seven. Which is huge. It's so tall. Ginormous. <laughs> like a tight black t shirt, ragged, muscled up the way jeans. no muscled up the way no normal sixteen and a half year old ever had been. So that's like very literally he looks older than sixteen. And I noticed the wide berth everyone gave him, the bubble of space that no one dared to encroach upon. So And she's like, like, Wow, that's weird cute little old Jacob people think he looks dangerous Uh, um then Edward says you could have called us sorry Jacob answered his face twisting into a sneer I don't have any leeches on my speed dial I was like he had that locked and loaded (laughs) (laughs) okay but also he was trying to wasn't you trying to reach Bella he literally called her right (laughs) but I guess his message is, is for Edward and not Bella. Yeah. Um, so his message is, let's see. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, what really is his message, actually? Is it just to be it's like, to stay well, away from the line? Beware. Edward reads his mind, so that's why we don't understand what the message actually is. Edward says, I already know what you came to say. Message delivered. Consider us warned. Bella's like warned what are you talking about and then Jacob's like you didn't tell her in this moment I am on Jake's side it probably will not happen again honestly I will probably be on opposite sides of both of these men (laughs) um but he is very much in this moment like hello bro you didn't even tell her yeah like oh you guys yeah you're so in love you guys don't even tell each other things (laughs) I'm like yeah it's true the thing that he didn't tell her is that Edward's big brother, I guess because Jacob thinks that they're a weird family unit, um, crossed the line Saturday night. Paul was totally justified in M dash. Edward says it was no man's land. So it's like this very confusing, like circular. Edward's reading his mind and like they're arguing. Right. And I, I kind of, I, I got that, you know what we were supposed to get out of it which is that we find out that victoria's been in town right so event that jacob gets racially profiled and the principal (laughs) is like hey leave before i call the police on you and it's like whoa 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 just ask him to leave literally nothing is happening yeah what, what is the need for this escalation so unnecessary um and then edward spills in class and he actually explains it. Yes. Right. And while, by the way, while Edward and Jacob are fighting, it sets up, like, a dichotomy that we will see later on throughout the book, which is where Edward's like, well, it's fine that I didn't tell her because she was never going to be in danger and it would have scared her. And Jacob's like, but don't you think she has a right to know because it's her life? Isn't it better to be frightened than lied to? And those two positions um, 
We will track them throughout the rest of the text. I do agree yes. with Jacob there. Um, I do think... I think case-by-case case basis for me. Uh, that there was a moment here where I think that there was, Bella's feelings about this felt very dramatic in a way that she previously does not ever really feel dramatic things mm. about, which is that Victoria is around and Victoria wants to kill her. And Bella, you know, like, really freaks out about this information and is like, this will never end. She's always going to be trying to get me and kill me. And she, you know, like, starts crying. And I'm like, Bella, this is old hat. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah. so you've Edward... been pursued by killers for multiple books now. It's yeah. like your hobby. It's already book three. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Edward finally explains that. Victoria was there and the Cullens and the Wolves were trying to catch her and because they had to avoid each other in the process, Victoria got away and Emmett went into what he thought was no man's land and what Paul thought was their territory and they got into some sort of scrape. Got a little tip. And as Melissa said, Bella does get very upset and scared. Right. I mean... Maybe because she's back, like, maybe there was some amount of, like, letting herself pretend that it was, like, a faraway thing. I guess, but I was like, she's also imminently going to become a vampire at this point. Right, so... which, like, really, it's just, like, better in ammo on her side of the argument. Right. Although Bella's never really worried about herself, she's always she... worried about Charlie. You're right. Right, but she is, in this paragraph, worried about herself. It's not, okay, maybe I shouldn't say never, but her first priority is always Charlie. He's often Charlie. Um, yeah, I just... I appreciated that at the end, so they had this really ridiculous back and forth where she's like, her point is like, it wasn't even safer. Like, why did you make me go to Florida to avoid this whole situation? And like, why did you need to go? Like, you could have stayed, blah, blah, blah. They have this whole exchange about how Edward would have saved her had the plane been about to crash. <laughs> this was a moment where Stephanie was like, we need some comedy. <laughs> and it's I don't also... know. Did she make it comedic on purpose? I'm not sure. I think it's an iconic exchange. <laughs> like, who doesn't remember this? It's very funny. I mean, I didn't remember it. I didn't remember <laughs> I remembered it. And it's funny because, like, they're literally having this discussion by passing notes back and yeah. forth. So Bella's like, okay, so if the plane went down, what would you do? And he's like, you know, I'd like kick the emergency exit open, open, and I'd like get a good grip on you, and I'd wait, and then I'd jump, uh, and then we would just kind of like walk back and like stumble around like, oh, we're so lucky we're alive. My favorite part of this exchange is that Bella stares at him wordlessly and gives up on him because he's impossible. And then she says, you will tell, tell me next time. And Edward does give in. He I want to know what Edward thinks would happen if the plane crashed, he kicks open the emergency exit, he jumps out with Bella, and then like 10 other people on the plane live. <laughs> and they all fucking saw this guy grab his girlfriend and jump, jump like 50 yards from um, the plane. probably gaslight them. Oh, totally. Somehow. But, like, there's such power in numbers. Right. 
you know but but witnesses are very bad i mean they just went through a traumatic experience right you'd be like who would believe you we've been on the plane the whole time are you sure that's really what you saw we all thought we were were, about we were sucked out the door was open but i didn't (laughs) jump with her i was pulled out (laughs) easy He's yeah. got it. He's got it unlocked. He's got it locked and loaded. <laughs> Every chapter, I'm like, how could someone poke holes in Edward's plan and get away with it? <laughs> Edward's I mean, unpokeable. People don't want to see the impossible. That's like, true. Like, you know, you want your life to make sense. And so if somebody gets planted in the witness pool and is like, yeah, I think his bag was blue, wasn't it? Everybody else says, yeah, I think you're right. That's true. So. But deep down, I'm, I am still am like, ten people. Come on, <laughs> guys, unionize. Pull, pull together. Maya believes in the power of the group. Yes. I do. Uh, I speaking really of think our office should unionize. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And in meetings, I keep going... What do we think we can do collectively <laughs> to solve this problem? Laying the seeds. <laughs> just anyway, what are we going to say, Melissa? <laughs> uh, I was just saying, speaking of groups, uh, we finally get some classmates here, and they're themselves splitting Team Jacob and Team Edward. It's true. Um, but for them, get them it a means t-shirt. which one of them would win in a fight. Right. <laughs> And we all we do get introduced. We haven't seen this character Austin before, right? He mm. gets name dropped a lot. I don't think so, yeah. She keeps talking. She's like, Austin was there. I was like, who the fuck is Austin? <laughs> um, this is the kind of character that I just completely ignore. Right. It's just a name. He gets it. He gets us call in the bed, from. though. I like, don't care where he goes. He's just a. If he's you say chorus Jacob. member, he's you know, <laughs> it's like an unnamed bit part. <laughs> Classmate number five. <laughs> but I noticed it though. So is it really? Is it for well? me? It was. I'm just saying. For me, it was completely anonymous. Um. That was oh, is that the friend? It might be the friend. Oh, we're we'll go done. speedy. Okay. I'll um see if by the time this ends, I can navigate to Austin's entry in the illustrated guide. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but they put ten dollars on the different guys and they bet on you know who who would win. wait who gets more money 10 on jacob oh, 10 on colin check. 10 on edward jacob oh they're tied i, I think, think it's I, split i think hold on. maybe that's why she needed austin that's oh yeah that's why she needed austin <laughs> but with austin it's 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 even um, yeah she wanted it to be a tie maybe so that's it that's all chapter yeah best sentence worst sentence i have I think I have too many. Your friends are here. I can't get the door. Just go. I want to leave all this in for the listeners. <laughs> uncut. Because um, we talked through the bell ringing. So. Toilet phase. Uncut. Did we really? Like, I figured that it was other people talking, so you just cut it out when the bell rings. <laughs> They're downstairs. Um, You guys had your worst sentence locked and loaded, though. Yeah. Mine is... Charlie is asking Edward if he had a nice time in Florida. Yes, Edward answered in a serene voice, 
Renee was very hospitable. <laughs> Freaking weirdo. I thought it was like hospitable? a like a, a a dig at Charlie. Like, yeah, Renee was hospitable compared to you. She knows how to treat a guest. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really nice. No, like, it, was a good, it was a good Just time. weird. <laughs> I mean, he's a weirdo. Um, I might go with, I think this is a best. Um, Edward is, like, holding her back. It's during this conversation about whether she should be frightened or lied to. And uh, the line is, Edward's shielding arms had become restraints. Mm-hmm. Like ooh, finally! Mm-hmm. She I felt it. Exclamation mark that she felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I didn't have a best or worst sentence already locked and loaded. Um, but let me pull something here. Oh wait, I have another best. You have another best? Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I'll donate it to you. <laughs> you think it's funny? I thought it was funny. You might not think it was funny. I don't. So I don't. Know. I don't want your donated sentence. Ugh. Fine. The listeners don't get it yet. Get it either. All right. What? I'm gonna read my best sentence, um, which is Jacob and Edward are fighting, and like groups of people are watching. I saw Mike next to Ben. Mike had one hand on Ben's shoulder, like he was holding him in place, and I was like, "Sweet I was little ben. ben Cheney, <laughs> Ben's ready to go. Thinks he's gonna break up a fight between Edward Cullen and Jacob Black. I admire the I admire the Moxie, and we do know that Ben is Team Edward, so he's he's trying to go up there and defend Edward. <laughs> he's like, "That's my friend. That's my man. That's my brother." <laughs> Oh, I have a worst. Um, someone, it's actually not even attributed to anybody in particular because it's a shitty thing to say. One of them says, my money's on the big Indian, which oh. is a derogatory use of this word, I think, in context. And I agree. it's unnecessary, yep. and there are ways to make your characters mean without having them say offensive things. Agree. Agree. I have not yet contributed anything to best or worst. I also have other bests. I actually have several bests, which surprises me. And, you know, if they're going to say offensive things, then it needs to to be, like, broken down in the text, you know? Right. Yeah, it doesn't, like, Bella be like, It's just, right. like, we How... already know they're kind of right. shitty. And then they go on to have this, like, betting conversation that right. gets across the point. Like, we're already in bed. They don't know bed. them, and they're just betting about them and blah, blah, blah. Right. Ugh. Ugh. I really well, like this chapter. Melissa doesn't want one of my best, so you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon and look at our margin God. notes to see them. Listeners, if you can read my margin notes... More power to you. More power to you. Um, oh, I do have a worse sentence. Just that. Um, in the dead silence, all the details suddenly fell into place for me with a burst of intuition. I was like, girlfriend, this ain't fucking intuition. You just have been blinded to the information being presented to you. Oh, is that when she puts together, like, Edward really was lying to me that whole time. Something Edward didn't want me to know, obviously. Something that Jacob wouldn't have kept from me. Duh. Something that the Cullens and the Wolves, both in the woods, moving in hazardous proximity to each other? Yes, that's what they just said. That's not intuition. (laughs) 
It's fine. Right, it's, that. it's putting together three it's, facts and then coming to a logical conclusion. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny that that's your worst when, like, that's the pull quote they used on the back of the book. Because they <laughs> thought it? it was so good. They want to entice you to buy the book. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is. It's only my worst because it's not what it's is not being intuition. described. Yeah, right. it is inaccurate. Like, as, as a sentence, yeah, I guess it's a nice sentence. That's um, true. It's just wrong. It's just frustrating when we've known it for three chapters. Exactly. <laughs> um, Great folks. Yeah, good job, everybody. We did it. Email us with questions, comments, or... When you write in, email us and tell us your favorite Florida activity. <laughs> <laughs> at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> If you'd like to support the pod, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. You can also, when we put them up, which we will do, if not on time, we will do it. Um, you get to see our little, like, notes about my extra best sentences and, you know, stuff like I just that. want to point out that, that you don't get to. Olivia is withholding from our regular listeners and saving content for the paying listeners okay, and she's so, telling you about it right so now. So listener, the concept of a Patreon is that you voluntarily sign up for bonus material. I'm just saying not that we withhold you, material. You from could regular people. share we regularly share multiple best sentences, but now you you're punishing it. me and punishing our listeners. You rejected it. It's not punishing you to give you what you asked for. You said oh, no, what? I don't want it. So I said fine, I won't read it. I won't read it. <sighs> Meanwhile, I'll argue with you. Olivia. My margin notes, I say pretty much all of them during the episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple bonus, and you have to go dig it for. <laughs> anyway, shout out to our current patrons: uh, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Andrew, and Lemi. Thank you guys so much. Thanks. You can follow us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Insta and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight no. Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't Stephanie sue us. Meyer. Audio editing by me. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Moore. We'll be back next week. No, wait, we won't because Melissa's... No. Yes, we, we will. will. We oh, will because we're caught up. Okay, right. yeah, I, I understand now. We're ahead. Wow. <laughs> um, it's not confusing, and yet wasn't getting it we'll be back next week and if you don't like it you can bite me bye bye, bye.